Um, well, parents, I, I have prepared some questions for you. The first question is, what was your relationship like with your own parents? Because I think your kids can sometimes think you were parents, but they forget that you also had parents and you remember what it was like to be somebody else's child. So what, what was your relationship like with your own parents? I didn't have my parents around me. Uh, I had my, my grandma and my auntie. Uh, my parents were working in a different country. So I didn't grow being close to my parents. So that was hard. And getting to know them uh, at a later age is even harder. So that's my experience. But my grandparents were uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That's how, how I'm just going to ask, I wasn't supposed to ask more questions, but I just want to ask you one question, Wanda. How do you feel like that impacted you in your younger years, not having your parents directly around? It's hard. It's, um, it, it is very hard. And uh, when I got married, one of the first things I said to my husband, look, you're not going anywhere away from us or we're not going to be separated. We want to be together. That's, it impacted my life in that way that I want my family to be all the time together. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's very profound. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing. Anyone else? What was your relationship like with your parents? Um, it's actually it changing depending on the like our age. So when when I when I was little, I was around them all the time. They was around me, so that was good. Where well, we had I had really good memories with them. Uh, but my dad as well because he was busy at work and and in ministry as well. So we travel a lot, but he was there. Um, I can say most of the time, uh, and when I get to the stage when I become a teenager, uh, I spend actually a lot of time outside the house with friends in the church most of the days, uh, camps that's like say in the school holiday every two, three weeks I go to a camp, even if I was like I'm a member of the camp, but I was helping in doing the shopping because at the time, uh, the parents was cooking, okay? So they need someone just to do the pushes and stuff like that. So I was busy. When I, when I grew up and then I finished uni uh, and become, and, and, and married as well and, and start to be parent, that's the time when I spend most of the time with my parents. I've come to know them. My dad have a stroke, so he need a lot of help. So at that time I really came close. And then I've heard the stories from him. I've never heard it before. So he become a hero in my eye, honestly. So at that time, I wish that I can really spend more time with him when I was a teenager. I get a good advice. So yeah, I love them. My dad passed away. My mom's still there. So yeah, I enjoy even talking with her actually every week, twice or three times a week. So yeah, that's my story. Thank you for sharing, Fadi. For me, um... I have like a traditional Middle Eastern family where my father were the strong personality who, uh, who represented the authority on the family. So I have a distance actually between me and my father in, in my early years. I was very close to my mom, 
where I can say anything to my mom, but my father's, if I need something or I get permission to do something. So there were that distance, um, which actually shaped our relationship in these years. Um, we also have a different, um, we prayed in different church. So there was some friction between me and my father in this discussion. Um, it helped me a lot to read more and study more and go on this argument even from my childhood. Uh, but it, wa it wasn't easy. It, it wasn't easy at all. Like to go to the church I like, I have to convince my dad and have to go in a lot of arguments. Um, so at this point, you can switch to a group therapy instead of uh, giving advice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this part of the story. Yes, so it, it, this is was my, how was my experiences. Um, I, I, I would say I was lucky to have my father and mother in the same house and very close to us. Um, but we were four kids. Then you, you don't get all the attention. attention. Yeah, you don't get all the attention. It's, it's when you need something. Mm -hmm. So that was the atmosphere. Thank you. I hope they are not hearing. Hope they are not hearing. <laughs> 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 it's recorded, Anwar. <laughs> so, yeah, next session will be the grandfather. Yeah, uh, yeah, part three. Yeah, I'll wait yeah. for that. <laughs> Andrew, would you like to share? No, not for this one. All good. Okay, well, the next one has been, what's been the toughest thing for you about being a parent? What's been the hardest part of being a parent for you? Changing nappies. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. Uh, no, for me, uh, the toughest thing is being a role model to your kids and realizing that everything I do or say or how I live my life in general will affect him as a person in the future. Mm. So that's hard and put a lot of pressure on parents. Yeah. Thank you, Angie. I would say the hardest thing is um, taking the wrong decision or saying the wrong thing. So it's similar to Angie. So uh, it's um, like the choice of schools, the friends that our kids have. Am I right, doing the right decisions to that impacts them? That's mm. one of the hardest, yeah. Mm. yeah. For me actually um, is communication. So sometimes I think that they are good doing it right but all of a sudden I've been surprised. No, that's not the case. So yeah, the communication was a bit tricky and uh, it's tough sometimes because when you just go when inside the room when they sit and they said, oh, I don't want to talk. So it's hard just to get a feedback and then to understand uh, where, how they're doing and where they stand. So yeah, it's the, the communication. I think it's one of the tough things. Uh, I'm lucky that I have even melodies they speak, but sometimes when they don't want to speak or they don't want to tell you all the things, 
So yeah, you, you find sometimes that you really far a bit distant from them. You need to keep this yeah. proximity, honestly, all the time, but sometimes mm -hmm. it's challenging. Uh, for me, the toughest thing um, that's you have to discipline yourself before you discipline them. Wow. So, so it's really hard that you should be perfect. Like you, you know that you are the father for him and, and you are shaping him. Then, then what? So if you can't be if you can't be a saint on the street or in your work, you, sh you feel like you should be at home. Um, you should have uh, to control your feelings. You have to control your anger. You have, you have to do all these things because you are, you are, the, big, you are the hero at, at home. And you know yourself that you are not. True. Right? Yeah, you are, you are just... Right. You are shocked that you have you're responsible about a kid like everyone else. It's <laughs> <laughs> very honest. Yeah, that's 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 things we feel like. Yeah, so um, I don't think that our kids realize that that we suffer sometimes that to control our feelings and to 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 go in the right direction. Um, it it requires a lot of efforts for us. Well, on that effort and some of that self-control that you're talking about, the next question is, what are some of the reasons that you say no um, to your kids? Because I think the most of the fights for me happened when my parents, and I'm sure for you as well, when your parents say, no, I don't, you know, your kid wants to do something and they are 100% convinced that they are correct in their decision. And you come along and you say, no, that's not a good idea. You're not doing that. I don't allow it. So what are some of the reasons from your perspective that you say no? It's mostly fear, I think, and out of protection for them. It's not anything personal. <laughs> we, worry, we worry that the, the people that they're going to hang out with are going to be bad influence on them. And we worry something will happen, they teach them bad habits. The peer pressure is very strong in that, in that age. And uh, uh, that's yeah, <laughs> my reason. And it's my answer as a mother, which is a downfall is always no, because that's it. <laughs> so I, I fail in that bit to explain myself. Uh, so yeah, I am, I'm admitting that I'm failing now. Just because. Well, you just explained yourself now, yeah. so that's that's helpful. For myself, I definitely agree with Munda. I have the same point. And uh, when actually, when like I try just to be a bit flexible okay, and give them space to decide what they want to do. But sometimes when it becomes a bit dangerous or I don't feel that they will be secure on that place, especially uh, uh, like for example. Uh, if they would like just to have a sleepover with one of their schoolmates. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> definitely no. It's, they think that they know that person that's all right and he is polite mm -hmm. and everything's okay, but I'm telling them, you don't know what's happening at, mm -hmm. at home, okay? When sure. they close the door, what you will hear and what you will see, you wasn't sure. 
is that and the influence as well. So sometimes I said no, I try to say because sometimes they get it, sometimes they don't, mm -hmm. but when I'm not feeling right for them to do the thing, I insist no. Um, hopefully I don't want to crash with them and the ideas and the decisions, but yeah, by the end of the day, I just by the end of the day, I'll try just to give them a reason. Sometimes it's convincing, and most of the time it's not. But yeah, this is life, what you can do. Mm. Yeah, I think we say no if the thing is against God's word. So it's a big no for this stuff. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes we say no for fun activities. So he has time to do another useful things. So yeah, he feel like I want to have fun, but <laughs> we see that you had a lot of fun, you can do something else now. So yeah. So for me, it's all about money. If I can pay for it, I will say yes. <laughs> no, not exactly. Um, but one thing is, no is hard. No for the parent is hard for two reasons because they want to say yes because mm. they want to make their kids happy yes. and the second thing they they try to avoid this big argument for saying no so no is hard mm. and it is the last resort but i would say no always if it is going to be a habit like i, would, I don't say a no for something they would try or something wasn't I'm tolerant at that side, but if it's something is building a bad character, then mm. I would be very firm and say big no. Very, very wise answers from all the parents there. Um, I was going to say, does your past experience play a role in you deciding to say no? Because I don't think, you know, Monda, you spoke about fear for your kids and all of you to a certain degree, fear of corrupting their character, fear of them going against God's word, you know, fear of them, whatever, making a mistake or being with the wrong friends or whatever, um, or hurting themselves or if it's dangerous. So um, I don't think any of us are born with that. We have experiences that we've had in our lives that then make us say no to some things as well. Is that true for you? Or did you, were you just born with those things? Um, I saw my cousin getting into smoking and uh, drinking uh, in a young age. So, and it's all about, you're the man, you can, you should try it. You should, it's, it's not, I don't think he wanted to go into these things, but I saw these things happen to him. So that's what I'm coming, I, I can see that. Uh, kids can be shy and if you're not man enough to do it or they can be pushed and the pride plays a big um, role in that as well so I saw I saw these things and and even in girls like um, have you kissed someone which is <laughs> so it's a kiss will not just be a kiss it will go to other further so I've seen people being pushed into things like this. I grew up in England mm. as well, so I saw more of that side. Yeah, I would like to add something as well, Shady. So sometimes it's, it's not that 
thing that happened to you so they will you would like to avoid it with your kids but th at the same time uh, I, I sometimes apply a common sense um, I say okay if they did this the consequences will be that and that so I don't want them to go through this and that I didn't mm -hmm. want them to suffer I did before but it's a common sense I don't want them to go down that way so I say no hmm. so Perfect. for me for me i found that it's very easy that to fall on the trap of going in the opposite direction like if if you have a very firm parents then you be very tolerant to your kids that you spoil them or mm. sometimes you do the opposite you they were very tolerant then you go very firm to your kids and you kill their freedom um and that's a big trap all the time. You try to avoid to be influenced by your um, past. Okay. And that's why I said yeah. it's a discipline. It's a, a discipline for the parents before it, it is for the kids. True. I try to avoid any extremes. Like, uh, don't go to any extremes. Just be mindful yeah. of being in the middle. Yeah, not two bottles of wine, of course. <laughs> One <laughs> Angie, anything to add? No, no. All good. Well, um, how have you changed as a person after you became a parent? Did you change? Did, did it change something in you? And, and what happened? What was the change? I have less money to live. Um. <laughs> 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 definitely changed this um, you see how much your parents have loved you and um, and they all what they do is for our protection so i i saw their point of view when i became a parent it's huge yeah for me actually it's uh, i felt really responsible once i've got even um i give you one example like for example uh, my driving was terribly bad um <laughs> i speed i do changing lanes every time and do, do all this so if charlotte hates hate just sit next to me when i driving when i've come married and she asked me no that's, that's you shouldn't continue like this so i slow down a bit but when i had evan i never speed up <laughs> honestly mm -hmm. i was really mm -hmm. scared of that kid that sit at the back of or at the, the seat and then I'm really worried about him. So I never did it again. So that changed me actually. I felt responsible. I felt that's the stuff that I was doing before. It's no, not suitable for that time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for me, I think I have become less selfish. I guess, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> yeah, more responsible and I work harder on my weaknesses. Sorry. And before I was a quitter, but now I try not to quit so easily. Hmm. Big changes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me it was um first thing I loved kids. Before before I have kids, I didn't like them. I couldn't stand staying with for five minutes, even. but um, I changed it after being a parent. And 
the other thing is um yeah they <laughs> they actually kids change you due to responsibility as Fadi said but it's also about um they can change your mood Definitely. absolutely they can change your mood so sometimes if you if you if you are sad if you are depressed or if you are under stress maybe nothing will work with you uh, except your kids yeah mm. or kids or magic right wow yeah i uh, that's it. that's exci- that's an exciting thing to look forward to um, experiencing that part um, the next question is really close to this question but it's not about you it's about god so um, did you see a different side of god when you became a parent because you were you know one day you just said i realized how much uh, or maybe it was fadi i realized how much my parents loved me and cared about me when i became a parent mm. so is there a reflection of that to god like did you see a different side of god when you became a parent and realized what he's like as a parent definitely it's um is being loved and being that uh, he tolerates our mistakes and he never um, abandon us even when we are bad so um, th- this is what parents is you should never abandon um, and he never abandons us and that's what yeah i felt very much loved definitely yes mm. even when i'm we're naughty yeah yeah <laughs> we're still loved Well, for me, it was more spiritual uh, effects on me than studying a lot of theology. Because it is feelings in your heart. Once you have kids, you know what do you feel about them. Then when God tells you, I am your father, you understand what, it, what that means. Mm. And you know that, that he, he loves you more than your parents and he loves you more than you love your kids. That's mm. for me a measure, like, that's very big love because i know my human being love so it's it works both ways as well so because of that more because i learned how much he loves me so that one side of it and the other side of it if this is god's love to me it's perfect love he forgave me no matter what i started to be a good parent as well like this is mm. what what kind of grace and what kind of love i should give to my kids what what's unconditional love it's not in any dictionary out of the bible mm. it's only in the bible so amazing it it yeah it, it's it's big and and that side of spirituality uh is really really had a big effect on me mm-hmm. Amazing. I think for yeah, yeah I think for me I can understand more how God feels when someone hurt me or any one of his children because as a mother I would be very furious if someone hurt my son in any way so I can see like how God will feel about that these are amazing perspectives uh for anyone for me sitting here listening to you this is um 
this is an education for me. So thank you for, for your honest answers. Um, what's your biggest fear for your kids? My biggest fear was uh, that they will not know God and they will not be saved and they will go to hell. That was my biggest fear. But thank God, God is good. And uh, from the day they're born, we've been praying <laughs> and we keep praying and God is leading them in the right uh, direction. And uh, I thank God that all my three girls uh, know the Lord. So I'm very... Mm. I'm very in peace with that. Yes. Amen. I'm going to assume. Mm. Okay. Um, actually, um, when the kids are grown up and become dependent, um, and they have to do their decisions and do their choices by themselves, my fear is that that when they come to that stage. And the question is, did I really invest enough in them and help them mm. to decide whatever they would decide? Um, like, what is my influence and what's the legacy that I left with them? Uh, mm. Because one day I won't be around. So I would like just to be sure that I did my job. Definitely with, help, with the help of God, of course, but I have to do what I have to do. So that's my fear that when, I, when they come to that stage, and did I do a good job? Mm. That's my question. Wow. For me, my biggest fear always is that they don't get sick. Hmm? That they don't get sick or ill. Ah, sick, yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for me, my biggest fear is Like it's clear, evil in this world is growing bigger and bigger every day. And I think it's now like the line between right and wrong is blurry. So it feels mm. like there's no right and wrong and everything is, is acceptable. So my biggest fear that uh, that will challenge and question my son's beliefs in the future. And if mm. he's not deeply rooted and established in God, maybe he won't be able to fight against these lies and hold mm. on to his faith. So that, that's scary. Yeah. Again, thank you for very honest answers. Um, they're the same fears that we have for, for the kids um, and for ourselves. Yeah, I think that's they're, they're, um, the right kinds of fear to have, I think. Um, what do you wish your kids understood about being a parent and you've already touched on it um you said you know it's it's self-control is not easy for us like and we want to say yes to you and all these different things that you've already mentioned do you want to add anything to what you've already said in um, what you want them to know about what it's like to be you yes one day we were kids and we mm. have the same experience. We were students that they don't want to go to school mm. and we didn't like to study after coming back from school. And we, we didn't like that our parents tell us what was right and what's, what's wrong. So, yeah. But I know that they will not fully comprehend this unless they come and be a parent. 
Mm. I always tell them a lie, Shady, that if you treat us bad, your kids will treat you bad. God will repay you one day. So yeah, be kind and nice for us. Later on, you will. That will be a That's true. You cannot translate this, Shady. No, I'm not going to try. I'm not, not going to try. Okay. <laughs> Anything to add? Uh, yeah, I wish all the kids know that parents do mistakes. Like, yeah, we are not perfect and we are learning at the same time. Like, we are teaching them, but we are learning at the same time. Mm. So, don't be shocked if you find out that your parents do something wrong because, yeah, of course, we are older, wiser, and have a lot of experience, but still, we are humans after mm. all. So, just accept it. We don't speak. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, well, how do you show love to your child? What are the practical ways that we know there are a lot of different ways to show love, but how do you individually show or try to show love in a practical way to your child or children? <laughs> uh, each child is different. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah. Some like hugs, some like kisses, some like nice dinners. So it's, uh, you have to you have to treat each one with their own language of love. Mm -hmm. For me, Evan, okay, if I would like just to have him for a share, so I just uh, shout for KFC, uh, Zinger mm. box would cut us around, <laughs> or HSB. Okay. Thank you for telling I us. I would like you as a dad. No, no, definitely. <laughs> and it works every time. I remember when I, I have to go to Essendon and I would like just to have Evan with me. And then I, uh, Evan, we will stop and give you a zinger box and you come with me. And he said, always said, okay. <laughs> so, you might At be giving away to with one and a half hour going back and forth. So. That's right. You might be giving away all your secrets now by, by telling him your weapons. But anyway, but, uh, it will work. <laughs> For Melody, is just give her gifts and snacks. She will be happy. For, uh, for right. Jack, is hugs, kisses, and gifts. That's the key. Yeah, uh, I think then you'll be happy if I do something for him without him asking me to do. Like, mm. he'll be very surprised and happy if I did that. We spend time together and we play together. Mm. We play board games, basketball, NBA 2K, and I'm not going to tell you who wins <laughs> the time because it will be very embarrassing for me. <laughs> You're a good yeah. mom if you play NBA 2K. Wins. Q wins, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Sure, he doesn't make it easy. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's been fun together. Yeah. Well, actually, I can't show my love to my kids. They will tell me you are weird, so <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I know, I know your kids. <laughs> 
Yeah, now the only way I can show them, and I think this is the way I use, is in, in each stage, they have a different big need. Like now it's gaming, after it is driving, and after it's mm. going out. So in every stage, I look after what really would make a difference. And uh, mm. it's different from each. Yeah, everyone is different. And that. Amazing. Um, off the back of that, what is, we only have two questions left. So what is your favorite memory? Your kids, or one of your favorite memories with your kids? I'd like to say screaming together on rides in Queensland. <laughs> That's one of my favorite memories. Yeah. Especially when we got on it, all of us. So, yeah, we love to scream. <laughs> Fun. Mm. For me, actually, uh, driving Evan uh, to the soccer match, it, mm. it, it was really fun time. We have our uh, our jokes and our laughs. We really laugh now. We have a good time with uh, with him, and as and even sometimes they like some other parents. They would like me just to take their kids as well. Uh, but when I find it's a bit habit from them, I ask, no, that's my time with Evan, so <laughs> I need to be with him. So that was really our fun time uh, with Melody. I remember when she was little. Uh, and we have to have like dinner or whatever. Uh, I, I take her in my lap, and then when we start to eat, she, she has to eat from my plate, okay? And if I would take a tea, she have to take a seat first, and then I take the rest. So it's sharing is caring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And with Jack, actually, oh, that was last year, I spent with him a night in Phillip Island. So we had a lot of fun together. It just was only me and Jack. So that got a lot of good memories. I did enjoy it. Amazing. For, for me, I don't remember any. <laughs> <laughs> too much to remember. To too many, too many. Yeah. Now for Karim, I remember always when he was very young, two years old, he wanted to do everything by himself. But for one time. So he turns the air condition on. If you ask it him again, no, it's only one time. And he, <laughs> if, if he know he can do it, then he don't want to do it again. And for Yusuf, he always surprised me when he goes to school. One day he don't want to go at all. And the second day he goes and he don't even say bye that he goes and run. <laughs> I never understood him. I feel like this is a story from last week. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, a distant very memory. Old, very old stories. Yeah, for me, me and Danny used to go once a week out for breakfast in his mm. school holidays. So I, I love spending time with him. I can't wait to do this again in this coming holiday. And I still remember all our deep conversations. I love our deep conversations. <laughs> I still remember everyone of them, yeah. Amazing. Um, by the way, all of you guys listening, 
you have very good parents. Okay. <laughs> you should just, you should know that. But um, back to the actual parents. Um, I just, ha I'll, I'll add a bonus question since I have another question, but I want to add a bonus question. What is something, you know, we talked, we asked the kids last week, um, you know, how do your parents show you love? And then how do you practically show your kids love? I wonder from your point of view, what's something that your kids do that makes you feel loved when they do this thing, it makes you feel appreciated and loved. What do they do that gives you that feeling or what can they do that gives you that feeling? me when Melody invited me and said oh dad come we watch a movie together so I, I really felt yeah precious um, same was even when he just approached me in the morning while I'm working here at home and then he is casting his phone straight to the screen that I have and then he showed me the highlights of the games of the second mm. games and he updated me every time every day with whatever the scores it is who win Mm. So yeah, I feel uh, involved in his life. I love it. But yeah, these things, yeah, really touch me. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, I feel Simple love when things. he asks. Yeah, when he asks me to do something with him, like anything. If he said, "I want to play together or come to do something together," I'll be very happy and feel loved. Mm. Uh, I also feel loved when he encouraged me. Like if he felt I'm nervous or like there's something wrong happening he will come give me a hug and say good luck or yeah so i feel so loved simple things yeah. i think spending time with them is when they want to spend time with me and they come and sit mm -hmm. with me is yeah the most how much uh, i feel so loved that's it for me, uh, Karim always uh, approach me if I am upset, if I'm uh, stressed, he comes and asks and uh, start a chat. And that I like this very much. Um, for, for Yusuf, Yusuf always does a lot of things just to make me happy without telling me. Hmm. And I know it's hard for them. Yeah. Amazing. Um, amazing. I, I think we can all learn from that. And the, the theme that I'm hearing more than anything else is just when they want to include you mm. and it's, it's voluntary. You, it's not yeah. because they have to, or it's because yeah. they, in that moment, they actually want to. And I think what a very obvious reflection on what God must feel when we want fun. to be with him, when we want to, we invite him into the situation yeah. uh, instead of being forced to, to listen or um, I think that's the definition of love, giving it willingly, giving it freely. Um, and it's a very powerful thing that you've all just, just shared. Uh, my last question before maybe we'll open it up to everyone. So I, I was just going to say, um, all of you guys who are listening, if you have a question that you want to ask the parents, maybe just put it into the chat down below. Um, and we'll pick whichever questions we can answer for 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 a little while, and then we'll say goodbye to um, to the parents. So, if you have a question, please put it down below while they're answering this last question, and we'll start to ask them afterwards. So, um, last question on my list 
is if you could only teach your kids one lesson in this life, what would it be? The fear of God, that they should always do the right thing, no matter who's around them or not. That's it. That's you can't awesome. go wrong with that. Mm. I definitely agree. So yeah, it's uh, coming closer to God, really be a true, like a true follower for Christ, really true follower. Get it serious and get it deep. Mm. Uh, if you really honest with yourself and get this one correct, I think that will correct anything else. That means that your thoughts are correct, your decisions are correct, your acts match with whatever your beliefs and the Bible. That will make everything straight, honestly. So I would like just not only to say it to my kids, but to everyone in the meeting, if you really, really take it serious and come closer to God, it's not boring, believe me, it's not boring. It's really exciting every time you come to know him much better. It's mm. so exciting. And it will make a real difference in your life. That's that's the one lesson I teach for my kids. Mm. Amen. Yeah. For me, the lesson would be that he will never live a, live a meaningful life that has a purpose away from God. That will never mm. happen. Amen. Well, if there's one thing, I will want them to know themselves more than anything else. Mm. That they know their talents, they know their they find themselves it's it's very important for me like if they have a talent i don't want them to just live a normal life but life full of utilization of their talents and uh, what god give them give them great things to do so i don't mm. want them to underestimate what they can do in the world amen this is um it's it's been genuinely an honor to have all four of you with Thank us you. Thanks, um, i think that there is a big gap between kids parents and the young adults even maybe we should do this with them as well but i think um uh it's it's really eye-opening even for me who's older to sit here and listen to you and be reminded of what my own parents have gone through and what uh they would like to see from me and 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 how much closer I would like to be to them. So I think it's, um, it's a real privilege to have you. So thank you. Thank you so much for thank your you. time, for your answers, for your honesty and for your love um, and for your faithfulness towards your kids and all of your ministries. Um, we know all of you. We love and respect all of you very, very much.